We just live together, so we're more like glorified roommates. Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. My roommate leaves her socks all over the floor. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm Marco. I'm Caroline. And this is a podcast. It's called Review for Two. Did you know that we talk about video games? Yeah, we talk about video games that are fun to play with other people. Yeah, that's what we do. It's kind of it. That's, yeah, that, no, that, that sums it up. Oh, we're dating. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, sorry, we forget sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we talking about today? <laughs> today we are talking about Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Woo! The game where if you keep talking... Nobody explodes. Well, we kept talking and we did explode a few times. That's true. Well, especially when I was like, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. Right. That was talking with explosions. (sighs) A slightly misleading title. Might have to knock a few points off for that, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. This game came out in July of 2015 for the PS4, Switch, Android, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Linux, and Macintosh systems. Um, It is a kind of VR type game. You can actually do it with VR if you have it, but we just looked at a screen with our eyes. One person is looking at the screen and has a bomb in front of them, and the other person or persons have a manual that decodes how to defuse the bomb. Right. So the bomb's got, you know, a bunch of different, they call them modules, but basically it's got 11 different slots, and each slot is a module, which could be, you know, here are some wires, you gotta cut the right wire, Mm -hmm. here's a button, you have to do the correct thing with the button, here's a password, figure out what the password is. Usually you have three strikes before the bomb explodes, so if you get the wire module and you cut the wrong wire, it's a strike, which is why you can't just willy-nilly go cutting wires and pushing buttons to your right. heart's content and you yeah yeah exactly so it's it's a timed process and you have however many minutes to defuse however many timers and you get however many strikes and if you can do all of that correctly within the time limit you defuse the bomb and you win yeah and if you don't you explode you explode yeah yeah we're still here to tell the tale though well, so our, don't worry our, our our virtual selves exploded though they're they true. are not many here to, yeah <laughs> r.i.p marco's Ooh, I can't put a number on that. How many times do you think I've died in video games now? <laughs> oh, God. That's not... There's no number for that. That's an infinite number. Yeah. Because it died. could be so many. Yeah, it's anywhere from five to five million, I'd like to say. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, what did you think about this game? this game does it have any music like what are you gonna do for transition music oh i guess it has like loading screen music there's yeah. music yeah there's gotta be something yeah i could always just use the commercial song that's true you just use a sound clip of it exploding. i could probably blow out <laughs> like some eardrums but i could that would be so annoying i'll just annoying. use the alarm clock no yes. no no that alarm clock is so annoying i'm gonna do it that was my least favorite part of this entire game was the alarm clock well it sounds like you're already primed and ready why don't you review it okay um i really really like this game i thought that we were going to be absolutely terrible at it because sometimes our communication skills don't really line up um in the same way we rocked like we were really good and i think it's like another reason why we're good at trivia because if we're both going towards the same goal together we can rock out a puzzle like nobody's business but like with kirby air ride you know we were against each other so it wasn't it was 
pretty rocky road there. But because we're like both trying to defuse the bomb, we want to succeed and we want to help each other. So we were really good at it. We did switch off who was doing the bomb and who was doing the manual. And I don't know who was better at each. We kind of, we had our strengths in different ways. I definitely at first thought that doing the manual was a lot more stressful than doing the bomb because it was like you had the answers, but you you had to find them. And it sometimes the directions were like not clear at all on what to do. Oh, so the you had complicated to like wires. keep looking at the complicated wires. You had to like turn the bomb over to see if it had batteries or what the serial number was or if it had like a, a specific port on what to do. And so... It got really stressful. And just sitting there in front of the bomb, you're kind of just waiting for the person to tell you what to do. So it's not as stressful, I thought. But then as time went on, I really enjoyed doing the manual over doing the bomb because I like figuring out those puzzles. And also I can't do Morse code, but we will talk about that later. The bomb is weird too, because let's say they give you five minutes. At the mm-hmm. beginning of the five minutes, if you are the one defusing, you're like, all right, this is pretty easy. I'm just going to wait for Caroline to tell me what to do next. I'm just, right. I'm pretty chill. But then once there's 45 seconds left, mm-hmm. you are the only person who can see the clock. So you have this sense of urgency because you have 45 seconds left and you can't do anything about it until right. whoever is on the computer gets their head out of their ass and tells you to cut the, not you, I said um. whoever. I had my head in my ass plenty of times, That's too. That's true. T- until- Especially during me doing worse code. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I mean, I thought that we were really good at it. So, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. And we have a couple of levels left, but I feel like we're just going to keep replaying it and get better and better. And it's a good way for us to bond, I think. It's a good, like, bonding game for us. It definitely forces cooperation and communication. Yes. Because if you don't have both of those, <clears throat> you will lose. Yeah. And I was, throughout the game, I was kind of wondering what it would be like to play with more than one other person i think it would be easier because you could have one person assigned to a set number of modules so you weren't just like scrolling through the whole book but at the same time like i don't know that i would trust other people to help me with this like there there are few people that i would trust but like your brothers Oh, that I would wouldn't be trust a Lucas. Mess. I would absolutely I would be, not trust like, Lucas. I, I'm sorry to our listener, but I think that there would be a point where where our communication would fail, and I would be like, "Tell me what to do. Like, what do I do?" And he's like, "I told you. I don't know what you're talking about." And like, we talk about that a lot. Like, we talk like that a lot with each other. So I think that we would just fail. Me Yikes. and him. Yikes. But I don't know. He has yet to play with me, so I have no idea. All right, well, there we go. I think if you like escape rooms, but you don't like how scary some of them are, you don't like how scary some of them are, me, but you like that puzzle solving and you know who you would bring to an escape room, those are the same people that you would play this game with and play it successfully with. It's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Because it is a lot of the same ideas of you each have a part of the puzzle. If you just have one person trying to solve the escape room, they're not going to do it because it takes too long. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot like this. And you probably, like in some escape rooms, I know that we had this too, someone has to be looking at something, reading something out for another person to like input somewhere or or turn something. Yeah. Like somebody has the guide in front of them for somebody else to do something. Mm -hmm. So that's why you definitely need more than one person and you need like very high communication skills. What did you think of this game? I really liked it too. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, you know, partially. I know I say this like four times an episode, but I really liked how different it was. Yeah. 
It was short of an escape room. It was an experience that you really don't get in any other place. And just the concept of only being able to do it. It was a lot like a way out where you could not succeed without the other person. Yeah. But the difference was with a way out, you needed two people, but you were both doing the same tasks. In this one, you were doing two wildly different tasks and there was nothing you could do without the other person's input. It was really more, if we're comparing it to games that we've played, it was more like we were here. We we were there? We were here. We were here. We were here. Yeah. Because that is like basically an escape room, but you're in two separate places. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It was very unique. And I really liked the sense of humor that it had, mm-hmm. where it was, you know, it was a bomb defusal mini game, but it was like, even the commercial was an 80s like rock ballad, and it was just a very high energy like, let's play with bombs right. kind of game. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was nice and exciting and a lot of teamwork, a lot of thinking. Definitely, definitely not a game you should ever play drunk. Oh my god. No, that would be disastrous. But yeah, no, I really liked it. How much was it, like $15? Yeah, it was $15. We bought it. Ha ha, suckers. We actually bought this game. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun for the price that you're getting. And it does have a lot of replayability because the modules are always different in that for the wires module, they can all be they can always be different colors and there can be different numbers of wires, and which wire you cut is dependent on all those things. Mm-hmm. So you will the modules are never solved the same way twice, so you'll never just be like, oh, four wires, I know what to do. Right, exactly. So there is a lot of replayability even on the exact same level a second time. And there's also a custom mode where you can make whatever you want so you can have eight modules in 10 minutes or you could have eight modules in one and a half minutes like you can customize the way that you play and it's that's always random so that's fun and it is good with two people but it would probably also be good with three or four yeah i really want to now play it with more people see i really want to play it with more people but with all three people reading from the manual. Like, I don't want to split it up and make them take turns. I want them all to be reading from the manual at the same time just to see what kind of... Oh, you want to, like, print out three manuals. Right. I want it to just be a cacophonous Mm. din of three people each trying to (laughs) figure out how to defuse a bomb. No, that would be stupid. No, it would be chaos and it would be fun. It would be chaos. Nobody would win. Exactly. Wait. Shall we get to questions? Yes, let's. What was your favorite module? I'm going to say complicated wires. Mm. There were three sets of wires modules. Complicated, regular, and... We called it 123ABC. Yeah, I don't know the actual name. There are actual names in the manual. It's like, on the subject of buttons. Right. But I didn't think we ever learned the 123ABC one. Uh, Complicated wires was fun because the the, the wires could be red, blue, or white, or striped, and there could be stars and LEDs. And the way you figure it out was with this unnecessarily complicated four-part Venn diagram. It was so confusing to me to figure out at first. When we first encountered it, I just sat there staring (laughs) at it for a solid two minutes trying to make heads or tails of this thing, and I felt really smart when I figured it out. We lost the round, (laughs) but then when we went back to do it a second time, I was like, all right, I got this. And it's definitely one of those ones where you can't just breeze through it. There are some modules that are very easy, and you can get them in 10 seconds. This one, no matter... Matter- usually get regular wires in like 10 yeah. seconds. This one, no matter how 
no matter how much you play it and how used to the game you are, you will never be able to breeze through this one just because it requires, like, checking which of the three circles intersect to see which symbol it is and whether or not you need to cut the wire based on how many batteries are in it. Right. So it's it's hard, but it's very satisfying, and it's not so hard that you just feel frustrated doing it. Yeah, that's true. Caroline, favorite module? I think my favorite module was who's on first, because it, again, took us, like, a few steps to kind of figure out what it was or how to do it. But basically you're presented with a display screen that says a word and then you're presented with six keys that all have words on them. And depending on what the display screen word is, you will have to read what a certain key is and then that will match up to a list of words. And if you have any of those words, you click that key. Like any of those words, any of those words in that list are on your keys, you click that key. And it changes every time, like the display word changes every time. And I think you have like three or four rounds of it in one module. But that one I really liked because once we figured it out, it was really satisfying. And it is easy enough where you again are not frustrated, but it also has like one extra step. It's not just like, oh, if you have that, it's going to be the middle right key, like just click it, because that would be way too easy. But this one, it had a lot of like, it, it had more layers. And also they included words that all sounded the same for some instances, like they had you are like the word you the word are they had you are like the letter you the letter are they had your they had your like they there they're there like they had all the words that sounded the same. So you really had to communicate and say like, no, I meant T-H-E-I-R. And that's what you had to do. And there was one that was literally blank, like it didn't have a word. But there were also display words that said blank and display words that said nothing like the words so you were you like really had to communicate on that one and I really liked it yeah it wasn't necessarily hard but yeah. you did need to communicate and stay on your toes because as soon as you were like it's read and they just pick read which could be which r-e-e-d could be, yeah. or r-e-a-d as soon as you say oh yeah it's nothing is that nothing nothing is that blank nothing is right that, yeah and I really liked that one especially when I was on the handbook like, not necessarily on the bomb, because I liked figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. What was your least favorite module? I'm going to go with keypad, just because mm. it was boring. It was really simple. Yeah. It was, you have a keypad that has four buttons, and each button has a symbol on it. And so, in the handbook, you have four columns, each with... 10 symbols. So you have to read the symbols that are on the buttons. Only one column will have all four of those symbols. And then you just press the symbols in the order from the top of the column to the bottom of the column. Mm -hmm. The problem is Caroline and I are actually really good at describing abstract (laughs) shapes to each other. We really are. In a way that like, we, we say it in a way that we know that the other person will know exactly what shape we're talking about Mm -hmm. if they see it. So by the third or fourth time we got to keypad, it was 10 seconds. Yeah. And sometimes depending on how much time it is, like the modules are supposed to take you a minute on average. This one was consistently taking us 10 seconds. So it just got boring at a certain point. Well, it was like in, we were here when we were like, okay, that one's the penis. That one's the flower. That's the little guy raising his hands. Like we knew what to say to get the other person. Right. We knew exactly what the other person was seeing. And we were like, oh yeah, that one's a little curly cue. Yeah, exactly. What was your least favorite? Can I say a needy one? Sure. So there were the, there were three needy modules where they had their own timer and you basically just had to solve them before the timer went out and they wouldn't like explode necessarily right 
well, they, they wouldn't detonate the bomb, but they could cause a strike. Right. They counted as a strike, and for yeah. a lot of the ones with needy modules, it was one strike failure. So right. even though the needy modules don't necessarily automatically make you lose, if you have one strike, they do. And with them, you had to keep going back to them. Like, they wouldn't just be solved after you did it once. And there was one needy module called lever, I think, mm-hmm. where you just had to hold down the lever to, like, depressurize the system. And we were playing a level where there were three of those, but also two other regular modules. So I could not figure it out. I could not get all the levers to, like, stay down and, then like, go back to it. Because once you release the lever, it would start climbing back up. So you were like, I, I just, I could not prioritize my time. It was so awful. So that one. I really fair. hated that one. Yeah, that's fair. What was your favorite level? So, uh, to clarify, yeah. there is a campaign mode of sorts where it starts you off, like, easy, and then you slowly build to harder and harder modules and more modules and less time and less strikes. So they kind of do come in levels, and some of the levels have themes, like one was six wire modules, one was five needy modules and two real ones, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, so I think one of my favorite levels was probably one where we had less time Mm. because me and you were just like, oh my God, we're not going to get this done. It's like six modules and three minutes that's crazy we're totally not going to do it and we got it almost every time so we just felt really validated with ourselves that we could do it and get it in that short amount of time and we were like on top of things those were probably my favorite ones because they they like created a rush of adrenaline but also were easy enough that we completed them and felt really good about it nice what about you My favorite was, and you're going to hate me for saying this, my favorite was the one where it was eight modules, one strike, and five of the modules were the gas ventilation modules. Oh my god. So these ones, you had, they each had a 45 second timer, and you literally just needed to go back to them once every 45 seconds and hit, yes, vent gas, or else the bomb would explode. Mm -hmm. So they took maybe half a second to solve, but there were five of them. And they kept going off, and one of them would occasionally say detonate, so you'd have to say no instead of yes, because if you tell the bomb to detonate, the bomb will detonate. Mm -hmm. So that sounds really hectic and chaotic, but I really liked it because it almost felt like stage managing, where you just have five very needy children (laughs) who all need constant attention, while at the same time you're trying to do a completely unrelated thing at the same, like within a short period of time, but you also can't let any of your children feel like they're not being paid enough attention to. That's fair. So it was it was kind of fun, actually. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. All right. To preface this next question. Yeah. This game will teach you things about yourself. Mm-hmm. It will teach you how good at communication you are. Yeah. It will teach you how good of a teammate you are. Mm-hmm. It will teach you how good you are at handling intense, pressure-filled situations with a partner without getting mad at them, and making sure that you come out the other side even stronger than you were when you went when you went in. Yes. This game will also teach you that Caroline sucks at Morse code. I don't know Morse code. I don't know how to read Morse code. Right. It's not even that. But it's usually sound. This is my. This is my ish. Morse code is usually you're hearing a sound. You're hearing like boop, 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 right? Yes and no. It's not usually lights. It is often lights when you're at sea trying to signal another ship. You have like a mirror and a light. And so you do Morse code with the mirror and the light if there's another ship. Because if you don't have the radio frequency. I would drown. Right. I'd be like 
oh, I think they want some ice cream. I, like, wouldn't be able to do it. Right, like, I think that's how the Titanic signaled to another ship that it was sinking. If you were the captain of that ship, you'd be like, oh, I hope you have a nice day, too. (laughs) It's not... Yeah. No, I can't read Morse code. So there's a module that is Morse code. It blinks a light. And depending on the word that it spells out, it's a five letter word, you have to set it to a certain frequency, like the whatever the radio or whatever it is, and then submit it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how it works in practice is whoever has the bomb will speak the pattern of the dots and the dashes. Mm -hmm. And whoever has the manual, has a Morse code booklet, and they will look at the dots and dashes, turn it into a word, find the corresponding frequency, tell the person with the bomb the frequency, they will set it to that frequency and hit go. Mm-hmm. So. I just didn't know when there was a space between a letter or a space between, like, when the word started over again. The issue here. I don't know where there are spaces. The issue was not that Caroline doesn't know Morse code, because I don't know Morse code. If you showed me a series of dots and dashes, I would not know what they mean. Right. The issue is, when Caroline saw the blinking light, she was unable to decipher the pattern of dots and dashes. I was, like, blind. Like, I, it was like I couldn't see, and, like, I know somebody was like tapping a pattern to me although that probably would have been easier to understand like i couldn't see when the light was going long when it was going short i just something about my eyes i couldn't do it a lot of the times i had to guess where the (laughs) gaps between letters were because caroline just blended them all together there was one point where she like gave me eight letters (laughs) even though it was a five letter word There was another time she gave me three letters. All right. So this question. The question then is, what is your favorite (laughs) nonsense word that Caroline accidentally spelled while trying to decipher Morse code? Well, it's kind of a combination of two because I first tried to spell this and then I spelled this. Would you like to hear the selection of words, Caroline? Yeah, yeah, let's just go through it. Please read me the selection of words that I tried to spell. The following. Vlaus. Mm-hmm. Bess. Mm-hmm. Psalm. Mm-hmm. Us. Which was an actual word, except for the fact that she was supposed to be spelling out a five-letter word and yeah. not a two-letter word. Shei. S-H-E-I-I. Mm-hmm. Bobes. <laughs> B-O-B-E-S. Oh, oh my god. Hwaiyas. Mm-hmm. H-W-A-I-I-A-S and Vede, which was V-E-D-E and then a symbol that doesn't exist. Yes. Yep. So Caroline, me. of the delightful list, what was your favorite word? So I started when I, I would do it a couple of times, like I would give him the symbols a couple of times because I kept getting it wrong. So I did Bess and that obviously was right. And then I did Bobes. <laughs> Bobes is like, I want that to be like a real word. Like I love that word so much now. Bobes. I want to like take up creative writing again so I can make Bobes like a character or something. Like I want, I want Bobes in my life and it's. <laughs> Sounds like it sounds like a five-year-old saying boobs. I understand that. I totally get that. But I love it and I love that I spelled out boobs. It's my favorite. What was your favorite? I have to go with Hawaiias because I'm just so proud of the fact that you managed to make a seven-letter word out of five <laughs> letters. Yeah, they, but it actually was Halls. It was you Halls. You just got you just got Hawaiias. No, no, no. I did not got Hawaiias. <laughs> I was given Hawaiias, and out of that, I deciphered halls. Yeah. Okay. Right. Last question. You yeah. ready? Yep. Would you die? I don't think we would. 
You don't think we would? I think if you or I had the manual and you or I were in front of the bomb, we would get it done. It depends. Like, if I was in front of the bomb and it was Morse code, I would just give you the bomb and you'd be like, you have to you have to do it. But I think that we would live. We were really good at this game. Yeah. Like, surprisingly. Yeah, I think we would, we would do very well if we were able to switch off. We tried yeah. to not do that throughout the actual game because yeah. that felt kind of like cheating. Yeah, because we had, like, seen the manual or seen the, the actual module. So, like, we didn't want to do that. But, you know, in real life, I think we'd do pretty good. But then I know that we would do fine if we were able to switch off. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both have the same sentiment about this game. Like, in wrapping up, I think that we both definitely recommend this game. Play it with somebody that you trust or don't and see the hilarity that ensues. It does cost money, but we think it's a good investment. Play it on literally any console that you want or PC. You don't have to get a VR, um, but you can if you want. Yeah, absolutely. It is a very fun game. It is not so much that it's cost prohibitive. It's good to play with other people, and it has a lot of replayability since it's always random and you can never actually memorize it unless you're the kind of nerd that would memorize a 23-page manual, Paul. Oh, damn. Oh, snap. Do you have any other thoughts? No. Like us on Twitter. Subscribe to our podcast. Leave a review. Leave a review. Um, Thank you to all of our international listeners. We have like a lot of international people who listen. And that's like really awesome because when we made this, we were like, oh, it's just going to be our our friends and family. So we're going to have like New York, Ohio, maybe Illinois, maybe like Florida. But we never thought that like people in Australia, people in Canada, people in Europe, people in... South America even would like listen to this at all. So thank you guys so much. It actually means a lot and we see it and we love it. But definitely leave us a review or email us or tweet at us if you want to contact us. Because we'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all? I think that's all. Quartz, do you want to say bye? Bye. Yeah, Quartz isn't going to say bye. Bye. Don't you want to win? Don't you want to be a winner, son? I mean... Winner, son.